I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been this successful in life? Welcome back, folks. It's the MMA analysis in your lives. Um, we're excited. Sean, I hope you unmuted my mic, or my mic after I coughed instead of before. I think uh, you I, did. I didn't hear any coughing, so I think we're good. Mm, nailed it. What's the, the pro cough? You get it out of the way just before, and then you can hop in and sound smooth. Uh, we've got three quarters of the gang here. Wesley. How are you doing? You just had an epic, titanic struggle. <laughs> Battle. Tell the people about it. Uh, if they have a wife or a girlfriend, they know how their satellite box is literally bombarded on Thursday nights with grades. I didn't mean that part. You don't have to throw her under the bus. Boat you shows and wife the, shows. The app. The app file. I got to lead up to the reason why I'm getting fucking... <laughs> You know, put through the ringer by a fucking fire stick, signing into this and clicking on that and giving a code for this. And yeah, but, but it worked. And we have the puck on watching Toronto do Toronto things. And I'm sure for most Canadians outside of that beautiful province, um, they are enjoying this very much. In the so, province and enjoying the, it. The, the sad, the sad part, sad part is the, those. There's so many of them. They've infiltrated the rest of fucking Canada as well. But uh, <laughs> yes, it's it's. They're they're my most hated team. So I'm quite enjoying this. I I like how. Well, I mean, I don't know how the how it goes up there. I haven't followed followed the puck uh, enough. But there there seems to be like some widespread nationwide hatred for for some Toronto but other teams Edmonton of course which I've started to follow a lot seem to be a little more little more widely liked I guess um I don't know about the other ones I, I think it's the the Canadians people don't like too much outside of that area is it mm. that's yeah. just because they speak French yeah. Is that yeah? They're they're their whole other we're, world, right? Yeah. Wow, we're, we're xenophobic, then, just like you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, y'all don't they, like those natives too much either. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Unfortunately, um, yeah. I'm actually wearing oh, the indigenous repetition. heritage yep. rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. There you go. There you go. But yeah, uh, it's it's. I, I, they got a, a little taste this year, and then the the reality is is seems like it's almost coming back to to bite them. Oh, I think this is just some some instant karma. Yeah, because like they yeah. celebrated. Yeah, like they won the cup after they won a series, bro. Yeah, they won a series, and it was like on. They they were losing their minds. Yeah, like, they were like the monkeys off the back. There's nothing else that could possibly happen to us. No, there's four more monkeys waiting to hop on. That might go down 0-2 to like what isn't Florida an eight seed or some shit? Aren't they like they the are. shit? <laughs> they are. Doesn't matter if they win this game. They're I, up 2-0 going home. 
I have like, you know, more like I've, I've bet hockey more and followed it a little more. It's uh, everybody talks that it's as random as it gets. Like even, yeah. mm-hmm. even over, you would think over a seven game series that the better team would win more often than not. Like in the NBA, it's like 85 or 90% the better seed wins over seven games. Yeah. Hockey's literally still a coin flip. It's so random. Um, I, it, it's wild to me following the game. I, I never realized that dudes literally play like 90 seconds at a time, two minutes at a time. And then it's like, by, by like six, eight minutes into the game, you might have three bums bringing the fucking puck up because your other dudes need rest after like two minutes of play. It's, good, it's fun. It's fun. I'm glad I've gotten into it. It's really, really fun. And, and playoff hockey is like that randomness makes playoff hockey some of the best shit you will yeah. ever watch. Nobody ever lied about that. That's very true. Playoff hockey is fucking insane. It is. We're enjoying it. Um, but what we're hoping to enjoy this weekend, UFC 288. What a segue. Um, terrible. We're not going to talk about last week's card. It's already Thursday. Nobody watched it. Nobody gives a fuck. Um, Song Yudong. As I said last week, I'm a I'm a big Yudong guy. So uh, look good. Still holds true. He's he's pretty good. But yep. that's about all that needs to be said about that card. And unless you guys wanted to add like one sentence, just one less. I, I just the main, I guess. Like I, I thought Yudong looked looked very good. Good bounce back off of uh, that loss to to um, fuck Dang skinny. Man. Yeah, skinny Boom. fuck. Uh, yeah, and I, I think you were right. You kind of called it right that. Um, he landed on Sanhagen, man, he landed on, um, on, uh, on Ricky Simone and his body works nasty, man. Like his, his body work is fucking sick. I, I like, I like the, your dog. I, I like that bounce back. Sean West failed completely. Um, <laughs> he, he gave me, he gave me a thesis presentation. <laughs> um, I'll give you two sentences on last week's card. Um, Yadong's takedown defense is legit, and I am still a horrible mush. <laughs> I, I think that goes for all. Not of us just, now. not just you, bro. I, I literally almost got reverse swept last week. <laughs> At a couple winning weeks in a row, and literally almost got reverse swept last week. That is stupid. I, I did, but I only bet two things. And... Yeah, you were smart, and only, yeah. only bet two fights. Uh, anyway, we're open for uh, a bounce back, as it were, this week. Um, ooh, do I want to go uh, Wikipedia order or do we want to go Tapology order? Uh, Sean is the first fight. Dirty, ugly Joe Holmes taking on Claudio Hibero. I believe so. Nice. Uh, I think that's what that's. Well, if that's what if we it's not, with. that's what we're going with. Yeah, we're going with it. Uh, don't have much here. It's I don't know how good Claudio Ribeiro is. I mean, looked okay until he got knocked the fuck out by Razak Alzan, which he really hasn't been doing much of that lately. Um, I I'll I'll just pick Ribeiro. I think Joe Joseph Holmes is very bad. So hopefully Ribeiro is a little bit better. Wesley? 
Yeah, I kind of agree with with a lot of what Sean said there. I I, I think Rivera was a slightly better guy. Um, the only angle I was kind of looking at here is and uh, the over here. It's it's one and a half at like even money. I feel like this could be a spot with two dudes coming off losses like that where they're a little little slow to start this fight. Um, so that over one and a half at at like slight plus money, it might be might be something to look at. Um, I'm gonna pick Ribeiro. I've kind of I liked how he looked uh, at the little bit that I've seen. I just I don't like Joseph Holmes uh, much. Don't think he's he's too good. So Ribeiro's the pick. Might have a bet on the over. It's ugly man. I was I was wrong about both of them. It's ugly man Holmes. <laughs> um, so there you go. That's uh, that's about how much I care about this fight, though. Um, Talk about an ugly man. Let's get to this next one. <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty pretty stylish to me. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm I think I might lean Holmes a little bit on that one. I think he can just find his way to his back at some point, and maybe get a sub, or maybe just do a backpack a little preview of what we might see in the main event. Next up, flyweight division. You say ugly. I say stylish. <laughs> Did you see that uh, that bull cut picture? Oh, that, that's, that's like 300 IQ shit. This dude, this dude's been to split after split after split at motherfucker when I got a Patty Pimlet. He's like, they ain't going to let me lose any splits with this thing. They're going to think I'm Patty and give me all three rounds. 300 IQ shit. Where's this, uh, this card happening? Uh, this is in Newark, New Jersey. Ooh, Smash, I've actually, baby. yeah, I've, I've uh, went to a fight card up there. Oh, I thought you were going to say I've driven through there. I, I did. I, I drove up to to New Jersey. I stayed with uh, ex ex co host our man was, Jay. Uh, was was this maker. back in the day when when you didn't fly? Remember when that was yeah. a thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. I didn't just didn't fly. I I enjoyed that. Like I All I right. I enjoy cross country trips. I did. Now yeah. my back is like go fuck yourself. You ain't, <laughs> ain't driving anywhere, bro. Uh, anyway, Sean, ZZ Bottom, great haircut. Uh, he's taking on something called Ras- Raphael Stevia. Yeah. Um, Estefan has, the last time he fought more than once in a year was 2018. Um, numbers wise, we're doing some sure dog capping. He's beat guys with good records in legit you know um legit organizations um zalgas is a is a tough matchup i know he's had a couple fights close fights not go his way generally he's just in close fights uh against kind of all guys uh in varying levels of skill so i think he can just make a close fight He's a bit of an underdog. It's it's kind of a, a fade of, of the, the contender series hype. Um, I'm not betting it, but I'll, I'll pick him in, in Tout Master. I'm not really going to put money on a guy that you know decides to retire and comes back. We know how those things usually end up. Did he do all that? 
Yeah. After he after he got a two he got a shitty decision, he's just like I'm fucking retired, and that lasted a you know. Yeah, but but I, he, I feel like that's he, just an after the fight kind of thing. Yeah, that doesn't count. Then he like grew his hair out to the patty, came back with the joke and shit. Like he's he's in this. He's, he's maybe he thinks that we think that he's actually a different guy now. He's Palagus Kumakulov. Some some guy that can maybe <laughs> squeeze out a, a close decision instead of losing them all. Little peepee. Little peepee. <laughs> oh shit. Um Yeah, this this other dude isn't I mean he's he's pretty good. He had a really good performance on contender series. Uh beat a, a pretty legit dude in LFA. I saw that. I haven't seen any of his shooto stuff, but man, though those easy top man is just he makes fights close, just tremendously close, all of them. So I think that's what we're going to see here. I, I think you got to pick him as a dog. Um, man, his decision is plus 300 at bet 365. Um, I'm not sure what his split is. I know Brad looks at those. That's I'm looking pro- at that right now. That's got to be something you play here, but. I'm looking at the OZZ top man uh, by decision at around plus 275, plus 300. I think it's worth a small stab on what just should be a close fight unless uh, uh, Esteban just smokes him, which I don't see that. Nobody smokes this dude. Like, he loses close fights, but he doesn't get smoked by pretty much anybody. So I think the deeper this gets, uh, the more he can he can dirty this up and uh, maybe sneak out a close uh, split decision. Um, split or majority, eleven to one. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta play that. Uh, absolutely, yeah, no so, doubt. We tossed a couple bucks on down on that. Um, good old uh, Palgis Pumapulov. I mean, this dude, <laughs> this dude's legit. He's he's due. It's gonna be another close fight, as Wes said, and he's just due. It's they can't rob man three times. Four times, however many times it's been. It's been a lot of times. Um, but I, I think this is going to be competitive. He's going to get punched in the face a lot, especially early. Um, but then he's going to drag it out and, and hopefully uh, pull out a, a sneaky little decision win, as Wes said. So a little bit of that split. Um, we'll probably have – I don't know what else we'll have. That, that just might be that for that one. Um, don't want to get too invested in these early fights. Next up, middleweight division. We have Ikram Aliskerov taking on uh, all Philly Hogs. Sean? This is a stay-away fight for me. Uh, Phil Hawes coming back six months after just destroying his knee and getting knocked out very badly from Delidze. I don't... I, that's probably not a great idea. I mean, he looks like a freak athlete, so maybe he heals... Uh, like Wolverine or something, but that I don't know about that brain. That that chin <laughs> is still that chin. I don't know about that uh, knee. <laughs> I know that chin is that chin, and that knee might be that knee now. Oh, so it's shit. it's a bit scary that way. Um, and then Aleskarov, like for the most part, he's a grappler. I think he's gonna have a tough time with with Phil Hawes early. If if Hogs gases, maybe he'll have some more luck. So. It's just a stay away. I'll, I'll pick the guy that doesn't have a glass chin and a destroyed knee. 
Man, <clears throat> this is a tough one for me because, like, again, I think Phil Halls is way better than this dude. Just way better. Um, I'm not too – I mean, a little concerned about a layoff with a knee, but, man, the dude's a freak fucking athlete and shit. Like, he's he's good after six months. Um, there's just so many things besides that dude. Like, we've – We've seen Phil look so fucking good, just blowing dudes out that he should. I think this is going to be the same case, but just takes one, man. Just takes one. Now, I don't think this guy's a hitter like the leads is or some of the other dudes that's caught Phil. Like Sean said, this guy's a grappler. He wants to get this down and work subs and shit. He ain't getting Phil Halls down. That's not fucking happening. So this is going to be kickboxing on the feet. Like, does this dude knock out dead Phil? I mean, maybe. Maybe, but damn, you're getting like plus 175 on Phil Halls against a fucking snow white fucking Russian over here. Like, are we serious, man? Like, that's that's hard to pass up. Like, I, I haven't I haven't bet anything on this fight. And I, I'll probably pass. But, man, if they like start parlaying this fucking Russian up and Phil gets two to one or something above that, I'm going to have to take a shot. I, I absolutely think he's the better guy, but it's fucking it's Phil, man. You just, you never know. So it'll be the pick. I'm going to watch the line. If it gets stupid, then I'll, I'll put a small play on Phil Hawes. I'm thinking of going full galaxy brain on this one. So Phil hogs, when he wins, just whips out the hog and, you know, <laughs> mushroom slap all over the place. Yeah. Easy early round one, Bob's your uncle. Um, or, Phil Hoggs blows his load early uh, and then has to struggle for that second wind and turns into like an ugly, clinchy, sloppy fight. Uh, but I can, I think he can win either of those ways potentially in this fight. So you got round one is like plus 650, decisions plus 700. I, I'm, I might just play a little bit of those uh, and that makes up for the, the plus 200 that West was looking for. Eh? That Phil dies in the second, he dies in the second, you know. Or, <laughs> Phil, or, or the third. I don't think he's winning, yeah. stopping him in the second or third round. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, I'll have to do the math on that. I, I don't have those goggles on right now, but uh, we'll, we'll think about it. Anyway, next up, oh, oh, be still my heart. <laughs> this the champ is, is here. The champ is here. <laughs> This is a t-shirt in the pool epic title matchup. Extravaganza. They brought this Braxton Smith fella in from (laughs) another promotion, a rival promotion down the road, to challenge the champ, Porky Porker, for the strap. The the weird, like, really cut down – the strap is one of those really cut down tank tops – Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that Hogan used to wear just to let everything hang loose. Um, but uh, Sean, just incredible stuff here. Um, the beautiful man, the beautiful monster, sorry, the beautiful You're monster right. against, uh, against my dude Porky. My question is, how bad is Braxton Smith that he is a plus 150 underdog to Parker Porter? He's got to be very bad. Coming off like five first round knockouts. 
against absolute <laughs> like, garage men. Yeah. Absolute but garage men. 5'11", 257. That's, that's, some, that's some kind of girth. All right? <laughs> I mean, talk about a Pringles can. You got it. I mean, if if we're saying that, I mean, Parky Porkerson is six foot two sixty five. I mean, that's one inch. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, (laughs) different. Different, eh? Different. You can see them. Look, built, built different. Definitely built different. Um, Yeah, I'll. It's this is dumpster fire shit. Uh, Smith could be an absolute fraud. Hey, I don't know if Parky Porker is uh, uh, good enough to to really just beat a guy that could be an absolute fraud either. I mean, Smith's going to throw hands. He might knock out Porter. I'll pick him in Toutmaster. Uh, it's a trash can of a fight. Wesley? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. It's the easiest bet on the entire card. Like, seriously, it's as easy as fuck. 1.5 plus 150? Are you? What? When's the last time we saw a one and a half at that much dog price? It's got to have been a while. Well, and like some of them that, you know, like uh, a few fights back of, of, you know, Porky, like in the jail man fights and shit, you're getting like one and a half that are like crazy prices but he kills a man in the first round yes. so you can't bet him this is a this is happening here like this is built for the for the pork man wild dude gonna come in swinging oh uh porker's gonna fucking hug him up slow that ass down and then it's gonna get sloppy going into the the pork man's world i i really like the over here like all the all the joking aside I think the over is a great, a great fucking bet in this fight. And I don't see this dude knocking out the pork man. I, your worry is that he gets this guy down and gets on top of him and actually tries to do something for once. But it's the last time the pork man tried to do anything, but get a dude down and, and just lay on him, man. I, I love a 1.5 here at that kind of price. So yeah, that's the bet. I, I like porker in this fight. I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen much, but, uh, a couple highlights of this guy. I think that's all that his career has been so far. Porker's gonna gonna get him down. Like th- this isn't the jail man. This isn't even Justin Taffa. You know that can fucking bang guys um, with a shot. I, I just don't see that here. Um, this level of opposition, man. We've seen Porker face decent dudes. Anything under that. Man, he fucking he he gets them down and he just fucking lays on them. So I, I see that happening here. Love love the the fatties. Well, yeah, I mean, both of these. This one's it's pretty simple. Both these guys have faced Chase Sherman. One lost to him. One beat him. MMA math always works. It's the Porker. Uh, the Porker Decision. has not finished somebody. Oh, he did have one that was a second before the one and a half uh, back in, in 2019. Uh, this decision is that, plus 700. Are, what are, are we serious here? I don't know that I, I've never seen <laughs> Braxton Smith. Fight. I get it. I get it. I, I don't know if he can fight 
for more than four minutes. Um, but I don't, like he's signing up for fights and taking them regularly. You have to think he's training a little bit. He's not doing a full Derek Lewis. He's at least got some muscles on there. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to go over. I'm not sure if we're going to go too crazy and get to that decision prop, like Wes said, but if something like that hits and I don't get it, um, I'm going to be a sad man. So I'm, I might just have to bet that on principle as well. Thank you, Wes, for uh, taking food off my kid's table. I mean, every 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 pork man win in the in the UFC, I believe, is decision. So I mean, I, I think that just, is very correct. He just doesn't. It's more the pork man how he likes to just likes to just, slather himself over. His yeah, I mean, he know. likes he likes to get ring time. I mean, there's no training that you can you can do to get that that pool time. You got to be in the pool. You got to have your shirt on. You got to be in the water. Love it. <laughs> uh, moving on to something that like I don't... This is actually a pretty decent... We give them credit when they make good fights. This is a pretty decent WMA fight. It's probably going to be dumb. Um, it could potentially be fun. I don't know if that's going too far. Uh, but we I got think old... it could be fun. I think it's going to be a fun fight. Yeah, we, we got the old Vina Handy Joba taking on Marina Rodriguez. Sean, what you got here? Marina Rodriguez has been taken down by her last seven opponents. I think Handy Jobs can, can get her down a couple times and, and get some decent top control. And, and she's a pretty... Pretty damn good grappler. Uh, she's been in there with some some tough people and, and done decently well against them. Uh, I just think it's the grappling advantage is going to be big enough for for Handy Jobs that um, I I think she can hopefully compete uh, on the feet and, and make it close on the feet. But she's going to get Rodriguez down, and then I think she she's just a much better grappler. So um, I've been been kind of eating it against taking some some grapplers recently and then they just can't seem to get takedowns uh i think handy jobs gets some takedowns and hopefully does some damage and and i don't know threatens to get her out of there but uh, i took her plus 123 uh for you are wesley yeah i I really really couldn't couldn't agree more there um i think that's that's about the perfect breakdown on this fight um Rodriguez gets taken down by literally everybody. Even even chicks that don't have the greatest takedowns always seem to get her down. Uh, the O'Han job has really good, well, decent enough takedowns for for Rodriguez. Um, yeah, I'm, I like her in this spot too as a dog. Um, was looking at decision as well. It's like plus two fifty five. I don't think that's a, a bad spot. Rodriguez is. She's decent enough off her back defensively to where she doesn't really get finished by anybody. She just gets taken down and laid on and controlled. So, yeah, I'll, I'll probably um, take a little bit of that decision as well, plus 255. But I, I like oh, uh, oh Rob Schneider here. Oh, there's Panthers win. Come on, baby. Yeah, baby. Tobo. Uh, I like that 6% edge a little more than, I, than the three. Just <laughs> now it's all gone, Bo. What are you doing? Um. Yeah, I, I I see the fight going similarly to you guys, but then it's going to be classic both of them. 
where the handy Joba is tired in round three and Rodriguez decides to actually throw some punches in round three. And uh, we're going to throw five measly dollars on the draw at plus 8,000 and hope that Rodriguez gets that uh, 10-8 in round three. So that will be my extensive action on that fight. Uh, I, I do think that that the old handy Java probably gets the decision, though. Um, moving on up, 170, Jolando Bedoya taking on Chaos Williams. Interesting fight. Uh, I don't know too much about the Rolando. Um, another guy. He's a machine, that... allegedly. Allegedly. Um, he's a machine that doesn't fight very often. Once again, the last time this dude fought more than once in a year was 2017. Um, it's just, it's just tough to know what those guys are, are going to, how, how they're going to show up. Could, were they training a bunch or were they just injured or I, Peru was one of the countries in the world that was most hardly hit by COVID. So there's yeah. that. There's there's that. Um, yeah, I'll I'll pick Chaos Williams. I think he's a decent fighter. I think he looked decent against Randy Brown, who's you know kind of tough tough to to look good against for the most part. So I'll pick him. No bet though. Ooh, Wesley. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like I like Chaos here too, but just absolutely don't don't like this guy as a minus three hundred favorite. Yeah. Like he's just. I think he's a decent enough fighter, but he's so fucking flaky, man. You just never know sometimes what kind of performer he like the dude looks I guess Randy Brown looks looks pretty good and 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 the striking and just all around, but then other fights he just looks completely out of it. I don't think he's gotta worry too much about that with with this dude. I think he's he's gonna get a win here, but um I was kind of looking at a another over one point five here. Um I, Chaos is a He's kind of a slow starter. Uh, he does throw with power, but he's a more single shot dude, and then tries to takes his time to set shit up. That this this dude first UFC fight coming in, I don't see him like going. He's probably going to be a little tentative coming in this fight. So I just think this fight starts kind of slow. Um, Chaos probably lands one eventually in the second or third round and, and gets his dude out of there. But man, over over one and a half in a chaos fight, like I don't know what. Are people actually watching Chaos Williams fights? Because he's they uh, watched the first one. Yeah, it's they're yep. going off that that one fight, and it just are y'all been watching his recent fights? Like he's slow, man. He's a slow starter. Um, out very not a lot of output and shit. One strike at a time. So yeah, I kind of like the over one and a half here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I honestly, I don't really have an opinion on this fight from seeing Bedoya fight because I have not seen him fight. Uh, but as Wes said, looking at the way chaos fights and, you know, just looking a little bit at uh, Bedoya's record on the regional scene, 50% of his wins have been by decision. Like he's not going out there and smoking dudes either. So it, it seems like it's going to be a, a slow paced fight. Um, the first thing that I looked at because of Chaos's tendencies is him by decision is plus 400. Uh, I, I see that having some potential, but 
I think if you're looking at the over one and a half, that's probably a little bit safer. Um, you might lose it in the first 30 seconds. That's <laughs> probably the only way that you're going to lose it, though. So, yeah, uh, I, I'll hop on with Wes on that one. And we will move on to the light heavyweight division, the division of kings, as it is known. Jesus. Brown Bear taking on our boy, Kenny Nunchucks. Uh, I know there's an actual ADCC grappler on this, but my boy, Kenny Nunchucks, <laughs> been showing off them grappling skills lately. What a man. What a star. Sean, why is he going to win so well this weekend? Because that he's probably the better sense. fighter. Sorry. He's, he's, he's probably the better fighter. Um, Devin Clark's loss to Mirzakhanov in hindsight is not as bad, I guess. Uh, but he just looked so he just looked so bad in that fight. I don't know what happened. Uh, and then he comes back and and proves me wrong against Don Jung. Um, it's he seems kind of flaky. Kenny Nunchucks is. He's beaten decent guys. He's got some some weird losses, but I think he's the better fighter. Um, I just don't really want to lay that kind of juice. He's 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 some bad performances are, are they're tough for me for me to forget from from from, from nunchucks. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. I mean, he was only learning to fight like two years ago. So, man, do you remember that fight with him versus the? Uh, the pretty boy from uh, Oberg. Oberg. How bad was that? <clears throat> that was in- incredibly fun. Oh, he got pun- punched in the so face good. like a million times and then oh. managed to win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wes, what you got here with Nunchucks and Clark? Well, I was going kind of back in my mind to, you know, the heyday before. A lot of these these mooks started coming around to watching MMA and man, light heavyweight is just <sighs> how it was like the premier shit for a decade, man. Like all of the, I'm talking not just the stars, but the best fighters and shit were all two oh fivers, man. Just thinking back of at all the dudes that fought at that weight class and the you know, mid two thousands or whatever, earlier two thousands, like you know what changed? They stopped letting them do steroids. Ah, that's what it is. Well, I mean all, all of those one seventy, one eighty five pound dudes that bulked up to two oh five on the fucking good <laughs> shit said fuck that and fight at one seventy or one fifty five. They all started doing that instead, right? Nope. <laughs> um Yeah, man, like Devin Clark is is like terrible, dude. He he's he's not good at all. But like, I worry. I, I like Kenny Nunchucks in this fight, but I do worry that if if the wrestling Devin Clark shows up, who is just straight up gonna try to wrestle, gonna try to take you down and do nothing, just just hold you down. Kenny could lose like a really shitty, boring decision here. Like it absolutely could have like. Devin Clark can can wrestle sometimes, man, when he wants to do it and just that's his entire game plan. Like he's so such a flake though. Like he's the dude will like just blank out and start throwing down and get knocked the fuck out. Like if if that happens, I I love Kenny in that spot, man. I just 
I don't know, man. I I can I can never get Devin Clark fights right. Like the last time, I loved the unhung against him, dude. Absolutely loved him. And Devin Clark goes fucking D one fucking Bo Nickel, and I just it was it was done. So I just it's hard to lay what is he now minus one seventy five on on Kenny Nunchucks in a fight to where. Like Devin Clark could probably get some takedowns here if he wanted, and that that worries me. So pick's going to be Kenny Numchucks, but there's just there's not too much I like. I looked at the over uh, a little bit. Uh, it's like even money, I think, for over two and a half. That's probably the way I'd look at a bet, but just a complete pass for me. Yeah, every once in a while, Devin Clark will just inexplicably get smoked by something, and uh, yep, and other times he'll get his teeth knocked in and keep fighting the entire <laughs> fight, like. I, you never know. It's crazy with this dude. Um, I set you guys up for the swerve earlier. Mm. I actually think Devin Clark's going to win this fight. Oh, it's, I think yeah, it's possible. Definitely possible. The the one fight that I alluded to where Kenny Nunchucks actually looked like a good grappler uh, was against Carl Roberson, who yeah. would make Elite. me look like a good grappler. <laughs> Elite grappler. So... <laughs> I was joking. Uh, Evan Clark, I think he's going to get in a clinch. There's some danger from the knees and elbows of a much taller, harder-hitting man uh, in the clinch, but I think overall he's going to be able to control position, maybe get some takedowns, and uh, you know, not be a bonehead like uh, uh, who was it? Culebia, right? Yes. Oh God. That you want to uh, talk about a guy that I don't think I've ever gotten a, a fight right <laughs> ever. That fucking dude. That's a yep. lot of money. Yeah, same, same, bro. Like I always do. I bet on him. He gets knocked the against fuck him. out. I bet against him. He like looks like the title contender people thought he was like four years ago. Like I don't, I don't know, man. Either way, this is uh, one of those fights where I see Devin Clark decision at plus 300 or higher, and that feels like a very real possibility in this spot. So I'm going to throw a little bit of money on uh, Devin Clark by decision. Moving up to banger, uh, an incredible prelim. This is, this is the kind of stuff that you put in right before you want people to buy a pay-per-view. This is... That's how you put a card together. Um, and then we're going to complain after this about why you put certain fights in certain spots. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's kind of a put together well. Anyway, the man, the jaw, the chin, the whole facial structure, the legend, Drew Dober, uh, taking on Matt Frivola, who he tries to be funny on Twitter. Doesn't Isn't that his thing now? Uh, would not I know. don't follow fighters. <laughs> would not know. Yeah. Damn it. I tried to be hip and current with the kids. <laughs> uh, topical, like Murphy Brown, as it were. Oh, yes. but, uh, but no. Uh, Sean, anyway, talk about this fight. Save me. It, it's going to be a fun one. Um, I, I, I'm sure I could look it up. I don't know. Like, Frivola round one TKO. In, in the last two fights, those got to be just stupid numbers. I don't think anybody really saw that. It kind of came out of nowhere with this guy. If he comes out hot like that against uh, Dover, I think he's going to go to sleep pretty quickly. Like he's, he did against Ter- uh, Terrence McKinney. Um, 
Drew Dober, you have to murder this dude to get him out of there. I don't think that that happens. Uh, I think he uses that big power. He just needs to land one and it's over. Frivola's going to be there to, to, to be hit. So uh, I'm expecting um, Drew Dober to, to knock him out and, and early. So I, uh, I took the under one and a half uh, at plus 112 for a unit. Um, the price on Dober inside is it's varying at certain certain books. Uh, one book uh, that I got some small stuff down at uh, is minus one hundred three, but some some other non legals it's like minus one hundred forty. So uh, I kind of wanted to sprinkle in the, the under one and a half. Hopefully Dober gets it done early because uh, um, yeah, I just uh, I like Dober to to get the KO, but couldn't get uh, much down on him at a a good price for for TKO. So, first of all, to answer your question, against Gennaro Valdez, round one TKO, plus 1,000. And then against uh, the one of the bagmen. The bagmen. Yeah, uh, plus 1,300. I thought that last one was really huge. I remember, I remember that. That's a solid one. Um, <laughs> anyway, Wes, what you got? I will say for Vola's typology picture, that man looks like he ran down runaway slaves back in the 1800s, like straight up. I'm not even sure we can say that on this show. <laughs> I might, I might update the, the tap, the typology picker. Uh, Jesus, that is quite the photo. <laughs> that man, did, that man did like three tours with Indiana Jones, dog. Like <laughs> against Indiana Jones. <laughs> He was on that side. Yeah, um, yeah look, the, this is going to be a banger fight. For, for Vol only knows one way. Like, that dude throws down. Um, this is like, if you could list two or three dudes that for Vola should not be doing that against, Drew Dober is one of them. Um, more power, better chin. I mean, the looks where we're not even going to get into that, but um, I, I think, I think Dober has a highlight reel here on Fervola and it's, you know, going to have a, a, a quite a little bit to do with Fervola, not just Dober uh, as good as he is like Fervola is going to give him the opportunities to land that power. Um, I, I like, I like Dober by TKO here. Uh, I like the under as well. Uh, I, I think that under's a, a really good bet. Like, Fervola's probably best hope is to catch Dober early because the longer it goes, like Dober doesn't slow down. He's that powers like carries through the entire fight for him. So, um, I'm going with the the bigger puncher, the better chin, and just man, just that a good jawline, good looking, man. just a good looking man. How can yeah. you how can you bet against Drew Dober? Uh, Drew Dober being handsome bits will never get old. They're the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, Drew Dober by TKO in this fight. Minus 103. I, I think that is extremely cheap. Um, and I like it a little bit more than... I, I know that Frivola is probably going to come out and just be stupid and start swinging because it's worked for him in the past couple fights. But there's a part of this dude that kind of wants to wrestle. 
And if he does that, he, he might be able to get a takedown or two. Dober doesn't have the greatest takedown defense. So Definitely. I can see it dragging out into, into round two. Um, I don't think it'll get much past that. But uh, eventually I think that Dober's going to land something big on him and put Frivola away in this spot. So Drew Dober, TKO, minus 103, minus 110. It's widely available right now. That is your consensus bet of the week. Um, I'm actually playing that one for. I'm gonna try and get dose there units on it. I'm gonna try, but uh, we'll see what uh, what they let us get there. Moving on to the pay per view card. Um, decent pay per view, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's taken some hits. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very true. There's been uh, there's been quite a few that have dropped off. I think I'm thinking of the original card. I guess we could have <laughs> talked about uh, the the best uh, fight of the uh, the weekend. Uh, I, uh, I'm no, gonna leave that one to Wes because uh, that's that wheelhouse. Eddie Eddie Alvarez, Chad Mendez. That was, was a wild was, fight. That was awesome. Like if, if there was one fight to go back and watch from that thing. Watch that fight. It was actually, a, it was a hell of a scrap. Yeah. And like Chad Mendez looks like that dude what? could literally burn your entire house down. If he took weren't they fighting at like one seventy? Yeah, dude. Chad Mendez. Cutting weight. Just he is throw down. massive dog. Like he is just Jack, but he looks like Brock and shit up top. Like just <laughs> nice. fucking huge. That's how I want my MMA fighters. Great, great that fight. though. Like Eddie, Eddie, like, one and it was good. I'll actually man. go and watch that one. That will yep. be the first bare knuckle fight that I've ever like suck out. Yeah, Mike, Mike weird, Perry, like yeah. uh, breaking Rocco's Sought teeth out. and put his teeth through his fucking lip and shit. Like, turns out fighting uh, Mike Perry in a bare knuckle fight is a bad idea. Who would have thought that? If there was ever a dude that shit was present day dude that that shit was built for, it was built for Mike Perry. Yes. Like, absolutely. Meathead. Yep. So, you know, the biggest myth that Bare Knuckle has disposed of is that gloves are to protect fighters' hands. That is some bullshit. Gloves are to protect faces. Faces from cutting and fucking leaking all over the face. Because there literally is the losing fighter of every single fight is cut bad. The winning fighter most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. like they were in a car accident. Like, holy fuck, it's a rough sport Every single person that loses is literally cut everywhere. It's... Unless they get one-punched. Yeah, yep. Thank you, Steve, for joining us, bringing up the tangent of Bare Knuckle. Uh, and now, apparently, I'm going to become a savage and go watch a Bare Knuckle fight. But we'll do that after the show. We've got five fights left here. Kicking it off, Featherweight, Charles Jourdain. Uh, he's Canadian. Got a flat Arthur. Taking on Crone Gracie? Crones Gracie? I don't know. He looks pretty old these days. He, he... <laughs> he's seen some shit. He was not sober when he saw them, but he's seen some shit. <laughs> Sean, what's what's going to happen here? I don't know. I'm I'm going to look like a genius or a moron in this fight because 
Crone Gracely just standing and banging for the most part uh, in his last fight. Not really pushing the takedown too, too much and getting kind of smacked around by Cub Swanson was was very poor. I think I've bet on Crone like literally every fight. So I stop now. Uh, Jordan is Canadian. Mm-hmm. He he lost to Juicy J. Those are mm-hmm. two very, very poor things. He also puts himself in bad positions. Uh, and he's got terrible takedown defense. Can Crone get him down? I sure as I'll hope so. Is Crone going to try to take him down? I'm also banking on that, because that's obviously not a given. Uh, he did catch some shit some, from, from the Gracie family for, for his performance against Cub. So uh, hopefully he, he feels some shame and goes back to his roots and, and gets Jordan down and, and takes him out. Uh, I don't see a way for, for Gracie to win a decision. So uh, plus 200, Gracie inside the distance at, at bet 365. I, I took it for a unit. He's going to come out with the Gracie train. You know, the oh. dudes holding each other's oh, yes. shoulders. Yep. Yep. Um, and he's going to start a new dynasty of Gracies. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's what's going to happen here. You, you can't stop the train once it's on the tracks. Um, Wes, what you got? Yeah, like that. the last time we saw him, that was not good. But Jordan is... is nowhere near anything of even that version of cup Swanson, the, the boxing, the takedown defense, just, just all of it. Cron was just the idiot that he portrays on the internet though. In that fight and thinks he can box with like, there's no way he does that again. Right. There's just, there's no way if he comes in and, and tries to implement his takedowns and shit, he's choking this, this dude out. Like, Jordan's got, I wouldn't call it like shitty, shitty takedown defense, but it's it's not great. Um, if Kron wants some takedowns here, he'll get them. And if this hits the mat, man, it's it's still Kron fucking Gracie, dude. Like the dude is still a legit high level black belt. So um, I like I like Kron too here. Um, probably going to sprinkle a little money line because I don't think a a decision is completely off the table. Like he could, you know, go for subs on Jordan on the mat for, for 15 minutes. Like that's it's possible, but man, him inside the distance at like plus 200. I mean, that's a hell of a bet against fucking Jordan. Like, well, look like an idiot probably and lose more money on this fucking flat earth or the, I would like it. I don't think most people saw the, the interviews he was doing before his last fight because it's been so long, but he's off some fucking third eye shit, bro. I'm talking. <laughs> he he's talking about living inside an eyeball, the whole planet, and it's but the planet's flat, but it's inside a fucking eyeball. That's he's why just hanging it, out with Eddie Bravo. It's yeah, funny. that's that's it. Smoking that fucking Cali and hanging out the with DMT Eddie. DMT goes a long way too. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not just the the old green stuff with those dudes anymore. They they take the astro plane. That's for fucking sure. Um, yeah, I I think that you don't have to worry so much about is Crone going to go for takedowns in this fight. I think that Jordan is going to come forward and going to do stupid shit, and Jump even yeah. if he's winning the fight. His style is to put so much pressure on guys that Cron will be forced to shoot. 
Um, or Jordan's going to throw some stupid sh- spinning shit and get his back taken, or there's going to be a way that this is going to turn into a grappling match. Um, and Jordan usually welcomes that in fights. I don't think he can just completely change who he is and avoid that for 15 minutes. Um, so eventually Cronton's going to get his hands on him. I'm going to take him down and probably submit him. But I mean, the difference between the money line plus 150 and inside at plus yeah. 200 and sub at plus 230, like Wes said, I think I might just take money line there. I'm not sure it's worth it for the, uh, the extra little bit of money that you're getting. Uh, I don't see him doing the backpack performance and, and going to decision. Um, but again, I'm not sure if it's worth it uh, for, for the amount of money that you're seeing there. Anyways, moving on up. Um, this is kind of the one where you're just like, eh, really? But I, like, I know that, that Evolve is, is supposed to be good and whatever, but he's literally fighting some dude off the street. Yeah. This this fight was a journey, man. Like, we got downgraded a lot. This was originally <laughs> supposed to be Bryce Mitchell versus uh, Jonathan Pierce. That would have yep. been a fun one. Yeah. Uh, then it turned into Bryce Mitchell versus Evloweb, which could have been fun, maybe. Um, I think and so. And now we have Evloweb versus Diego Lopez. Um, is Lopez going to force a fun fight out of Evloev. I, I doubt it. So we're it's it's a huge number and we're probably still gonna see a decision. Um this guy is a machine, uh, a decision machine, so I don't know what that number is, considering he's like minus nine hundred. Oh yeah, I don't think the problem Yeah, nothing's yet, but, nothing's out. Uh, yeah. Over two and a half is minus one ten. So you might get plus money on, on Apple Web by decision. He's shown, like, who, who knows what Diego Lopez is, but he's he's not a finisher. Yeah, when I when I first saw him in his, like, soccer mom haircut with the little swoop down, um, I thought he was Delano Lopez. Mm-hmm. But I think that dude was, like, a, a fat 125-er who was, like, pretty good um but it's not it's a completely different guy um don't know who this guy is they're just doing this to keep evloev on the card um this isn't a real fight uh i'm gonna see if anybody's opened any props on it um did mason book uh toss some stuff out there by any chance i don't have that pulled up i don't see any props on no they just got the um, like Sean said. Did I go? No, no, you did not. Sorry. Um, fuck, what was I gonna? <laughs> now I'm lost. He might um, fuck, fuck you, Wes. If, if there's anybody that Eloev is is gonna finish, like this, this would be that dude. But <clears throat> if y'all remember, this guy did go 15 with with Brito on the Contender Series a couple years back. Almost, and, almost. Did. Um. Almost. Yeah. I thought they went to decision. They went to a technical decision. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he almost he almost went, but um, 
That was only uh, that was like an eye poke or something like right into the third round, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it was like it, it wasn't a lot ha- like um he wasn't in danger against Brito like in those those two rounds, like a lot of danger. Um I think he could kind of do that here. I think this is a, a you know, Elohev's gonna do what he does, probably work the back, put a fucking body triangle on him, do a bunch of nothing, try to get I mean, I know that that over two and a half, and like Sean said, you might you might get some plus money on Elohev by decision here. Um I don't know, I have to see the number. Maybe over two and a half, but man, there's there's ever a guy that Elohev's gonna finish. This is that dude because he is fucking bad, man. He's not he's not a good fighter. Uh so I do remember that. Contender Series fight. That's where I... Yeah, because it was actually one of the earlier ones. Yeah, that's, that's where I remember this guy from. And he threw up, like, a shitload of subs from his back against Brito. And, like, yeah. some of them were, were half decent. Um, just going off that vague, vague memory, uh, I'm going to say that he can probably survive against Evloev, who isn't a dominant finishing force from, from top position, so... Over two and a half, maybe Evloev decision, if that's plus money, as Sean said. Um, yeah, that, that seems pretty straightforward in this one. But, you know, this might be... It says, according to, uh, to Tapology, that he's the seventh best featherweight in the world. What are the UFC rankings on featherweight? He is uh, further down than that. He's 10th. But like the tenth best featherweight in the world should probably finish some dude that comes in off the street. Should so, I I, I agree with uh, with Wes in that respect. Probably just stay away. Boring. Um, women's strawweight division potentially boring, but if it goes the way we want, probably not. Uh, Jessica Andrade taking on Zhao Nanyan, Yan Janan, Yan Janan. It's that one. I still fuck those up. I'm terrible. Sean? It happens. Um, I like Andrade here to get a finish. She's just so physical uh, at, at 115. Um, and I think early, she's going to have a lot of power. And I think she can take down, you know, uh, on. Um I think it's just going to be all, all Andrade early. If she gets her out of there, I think she does. Um, I guess there's a slight chance that she doesn't and Andrade gasses. I I just think Andrade to this weight class, unless you're the elite of the elite, she is she is going to wreck you. Um, so I took it under two and a half. It was like plus 145. Uh, Andrade inside was like plus 160. So it was only a couple cents more. Uh, it does give you a couple, couple more minutes, but I'm, I'm risking it. So I put a unit on that. These headphones are really good. That stayed connected all the way to the old beer fridge. Opposite side. Nice. A very large house. Legit. legit. Humble brag. Um, no big deal. And that's that's uh, what happens. Back. That's what happens when you're working for the government. Yep. I had to go back to work today. It yep. was uh, oh, the strike's over. The strike's oh, over. It was a little bit, a little bit bittersweet. 
I mean, you know, it's nice no to more day beers, you know, just daydreaming <laughs> about uh, fucking betting LAX, you know. Right? I if they could have like shifted it two weeks so that it was starting <laughs> now, yeah, I could just watch all of the lacrosse tournaments. That would be absolutely perfect. But you can't always get what you want. Uh, a little bit of a raise. We'll we'll see how how things go. Um, thank you, Sean, for for taking your time there. You betcha. Wesley, what you got on, on this banger? Yeah, I, I just think Andrade's – I think Sean hit it hit it right, man. At, one, at one, uh, 115, it's just – I don't know. And I even like Jan a little bit. I think she's okay, but Andrade is just different at, at 115, man. Um, that power's crazy. I – takedowns are possibility here. I mean, Andrade's got decent subs. I mean, she's got a lot of ways to, to win this fight, I think. Um I don't don't mind the don't mind her as a as a parlay piece. Um like the under that Sean's on and then um her inside the distance is still sitting there around plus one sixty. Yeah, I just like her in a spot. Um uh, I think she gets a finish. I, I don't worry too much about her cardio. I don't think. Um, I think she's good for fifteen minutes. Um, I, I like her quite a bit in this fight. I think. I think we see a nice bounce back for her, and just a lot comes down to her being back down in one fifteen because she's like even with her power, she's still smaller, man, up at one twenty five because of her height and stuff. So, uh, it kind of brings it a, a lot more closer when she's down at 115 and then that that power stays with her at either weight class so yeah like her like her quite a bit to get a bounce back here yeah i think there's just certain women's fighters who fight violently and it works for them because they fight violently and that's not something you can say about uh, a lot of the fighters honestly in men's divisions as well um but Jessica Andrade is one of that handful that will actually go out there and, and hurt an opponent um, if they're not ready for it. I don't think she's going to like hurt uh, Yan Xianan in this one. I think this is actually relatively competitive in the sense that they're both going to land the same amount, uh, but one of them is going to be landing a lot harder than the other one. And I think that's the difference here. So, I like Andrade. Uh, I, I think the, the path with the takedowns and subs is there as well. I know that you know, Dern didn't have the most success grappling her, um, but I still always think back to that Asparza fight where she just got absolutely dummied on the ground by someone that could just hold her down and punch her a little bit. Uh, Andrade could certainly do that. So like Andrade here, um, inside the distance, under two and a half. Both of those sound pretty decent to me. Co-main event, which is a much, much sadder co-main event than it originally was supposed to be. But not bad in the grand scheme of things. Gilbert Burns. I think everybody loves... He's like the... He's like a new, violent Demi and Maya. Because, like, everybody loved Demi and Maya. Um, but, like... They're like, eh, he doesn't want to hurt people. We're MMA fans. We're sickos. We want to watch people hurt people. And uh, Gilbert Dern, Gilbert Burns will do that. Um, Sean, what do you got here against the other guy? I, 
I can't. I don't, can't, I don't can't remember. remember the name. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not touching this fight. I got pretty much every Malal Muhammad fight wrong in the last, I don't know. Well, definitely the last three fights. I definitely took Thompson. I took Luke A. And then I had the over two and a half in a parlay with him and Brady. And he absolutely just crushes Sean Brady. I, I think no I clue. had that as well. To, no to clue how that, that happens. Uh, Bilal Muhammad <laughs> has never shown anywhere near that, and he just pulls it out on, on Sean, Sean Brady, a very durable fighter. Um, so I kind of learned my lesson. Burns is, is a, I don't know, it's a tough matchup because, like, it's, it's a tough matchup for me to call because Burns, that striking isn't amazing. I mean, he, he kind of got exposed a little bit late against Masvidal. Um, for the most part, he needs to kind of get some takedowns to to win and to, to just get his, I think, get his hands going so that fighters are, are worried about the takedown. I don't think he's going to be able to take down Bilal Muhammad. But I don't think Bilal Muhammad's striking is that good. Uh, he's going to be able to keep it on the feet. I don't, I don't think he takes down... Burns, I don't know if he wants to play in that guard. Maybe he wants to. He doesn't worry. I don't know. I I just don't have a good read on this fight. I'm staying away. I think I'll pick Bilal Muhammad just because I want to mush him so he loses. Much appreciated. Uh, Wes? Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I, I like I like Gilly here. Um Look, say what you want about Jorge, but his his like straight up boxing is better than Bilal Muhammad's ever been. Um, so yeah, he he was hitting Burns a little bit. Um, Burns was also like going half throttle that entire fight. Like he wasn't trying to do shit against Jorge. Um, I don't. I think this is probably gonna gonna be a lot of a lot of stand up, and I. I think Gilbert Burns is just a little better, even on the feet. Um, on the mat, I mean, like if Bilal, I don't think even if Bilal gets a takedown and how he's gotten guys down and literally just laid on top of him, I don't think he can do that to Burns. Like Burns is scrambling and stuff. He's gonna at least get the get it back up. I'm just I don't even I don't even know if if uh, Bilal gets a takedown in this fight. I see it being a, a lot of kickboxing, man. I, I think Gil's better on the feet. I think he's got more power. I, I don't know where Bilal came with that fucking, that Brady performance. Like, I, I don't know what it, like, sometimes that shit just happens, man. Sometimes it's indeed, I don't like to say fluke, but when you've never seen that before out of a, out of a guy, both ways too, like Brady's durable as hell and Bilal couldn't fucking, you know. So I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I think this is just kind of um, a long, kind of boring fight, and uh, I, I like. Yeah, I think he's got a little, a little bit more pop. I think he lands a little bit more than Bilal. and um, Burns. Burns by decision is plus two fifty, two sixty something. Last time I looked, I don't, I don't think that's bad. I think that's a, a decent, decent price. Um, and then the money line. So yeah, I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with Burns here. I'm not sure what they what they do after this fight. I, I read so so much shit with this division now, and and some people getting title shots and fucking Leon Edwards, that dude 
probably won't fight for fucking months. Who, who, who knows, man? I, Burns apparently got promised a title shot for his last win, but he's like, fuck that. I want to fight. Leon Edwards ain't never going to fight. So I don't know, man. I like Burns as a staying active. Um, like him in this fight. Clo- close fight, though. It, it is a really close fight. I hope Burns just fights so many times that they just give him a belt. They don't even have to like put a name on it. They just give him a belt just they, just for fighting that much. And they gave Jorge one. All these dudes. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't even fight that much. Get, don't Burns get that belt? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I feel like people are giving Masvidal a lot more credit than he actually deserves in that fight. Like Wes said, Burns was going half speed. He could have finished that. that. He could have finished that fight in the third. Like he hurt Jorge a a couple uh, times, right? Yeah, they they had a competitive round one until Burns decided, like, okay, I'm just gonna take him down, and he did it right at the end of the round. Like, scooped him up easy as he comes, Um, and then did a little bit earlier in the second round, and then had some fun in the third round, like. I, there was never a moment where I really didn't feel like he was in control of that fight. Might not have been as dominant as some people wanted, but hey, that's that's what you get sometimes. Um, yeah, I I think that you saw even after he's in a war in the the come shot fight, he got taken down in the second round there and like immediately popped back up even after they had been brawling uh, and he'd been grinded on for a good portion of the first round as well. So he can do that. And I think he can definitely do that uh, against Bilal Muhammad. And then on the feet, I think he's going to land the bigger stuff. Um, Bilal will be tough to get a hold of at some points in this fight. Um, but eventually I think that Gilbert's going to track him down, land some big shots. I don't think he's going to get takedowns here. I, I don't really think that he wants to waste that energy because uh, Bilal can, defend them pretty well um so i I think it's going to be 15 minute kickboxing fight that uh is close and you might be clenching your butt cheeks a little bit if you bet on uh on gilbert uh but i think he comes out with a decision isn't this a five round fight did they do that yeah i think i think they they made this a five round fight they did yeah either way makes a decision a, a little more iffy i think but like not a lot like i 15 or 25 minutes, these dudes are going to be doing about the same, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see the same sort of, I, I don't see it being like an overly high paced, like tiring fight. So I, I see it being kind of the same, uh, even if it is 25, which it is. Apologies, folks. Bringing us to the main event. This one's definitely 25 minutes. Or less, you know, as it were. Uh, UFC Bantamweight title on the line. Aljo, the backpack himself, taking on Henry Cejudo. Regardless of how you feel about him, one of the greatest combat sports athletes of all time. Hands down. There's no... Unfortunately, but hands down. Yeah, there's... (laughs) I don't. I can't stand the guy. There's literally no argument against that. Mm-hmm. None. Agreed. Uh, um, go ahead. Yeah, I. It's an interesting fight. Like if this happened 
a couple of years ago, I I think it would be tougher for me to, to decide the way that I'm going to. Um, Cejudo hasn't fought in three years. He's 36 years old. He has a seven-inch reach disadvantage, four four-inch height advantage. Aljamain Sterling is a. Big, I'm glad you said four-inch okay. height advantage. Okay, yes, I did, but it, yeah. it's it, he's Sterling is not six-one, so it's not like his tall man defense. <laughs> he's he's uh, not too tall. No, he is not too tall. He is a he's a big dude's advantage. a tank. The guy's dude's a fucking a tank. tank. Um, <laughs> I think, like, if you look back, like, it, it's it's a tough thing to do because if you, anytime you, you have a, a fighter that beat a bunch of guys and then they kind of aged out, the, they don't look great in hindsight. Um, at the time, they're good wins. Um, but, yeah, looking back, you're like, man, those guys are not, not doing so hot uh, anymore. Some retired. Um, well, it's even worse when the last one of those wins is three years ago. Yes. Yeah, anytime. Three years is a is a very long time uh, in, in MMA. Um, I just think Sterling is is big enough that he, he might be able to out grapple Cejudo. I know he's you know the Olympic uh, gold medalist and, and everything, and he has crazy high takedown defense. But Sterling is very big and a very good grappler. Uh, if this stays on the feet a bunch, I think Sterling's got a a very good kicking game that is going to frustrate a lot of people and. With the, the, the reach advantage and the, just the length advantage, I think he's going to be able to, to keep Cejudo away and frustrate him. And I think he can out-grapple him. Uh, I don't think... I think it's tough for me to see Cejudo getting finished, but he might get worn down enough late that, that Sterling gets some ground and pound going and, and he gets rescued by the ref. So I like Sterling. I got him uh, at minus uh, one oh. Minus four? 104 for two years. Yeah. <clears throat> that memory. It's like an elephant's brain <clears throat> here, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wesley, what's going on in this main event? Yeah, I mean, you know, off top, like you, you do have to talk about a, a dude that's that's been off for three years and is 36 years old down at these lower weight classes. On top of that, like fighting up in, in the highest highest one he's been in against like one of the biggest dudes in the division. That's just an absolute fucking tank. Um, you know, and then just fight wise, uh, Sean hit pretty much all the important points. I'll just echo him a little bit. You know, the, I think Cejudo, you know, pure wrestling, of course, Cejudo's a better wrestler, but when we're talking about them getting into just, clinches and and scrambles and stuff sterling is so big and strong man and even if it is henry cejudo if it does happen that sterling gets around on his back i mean that's a round gone like it's over like even so the great wrestling that cejudo has he's not getting sterling off his back for the round so there i mean there's a round um i mean i just think you know the, the bigger shots are going to be landed by Sterling on the feet, the range that he has, the kicking game. Now, like Henry's shown power, but I think Henry's power is in combinations. Like he's got to get in and hit three or four punches to get, you know, those power shots off, to have them add up. The, the, the combos are, 
or more his power than one shot. I mean, I'm just not sure he can get in on Sterling and, and land like that. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it to me is kind of narrative that I think the layoff, the age, the size difference, um, Sterling, just the, the younger, fresher guy, the more active guy. Um, looking back on Cejudo's wins, man, like I saw a little bit of talk on Twitter, like Cejudo's best win might be Marlon Marais before he kind of like ghosted. I mean, he fought Marais kind of like when Marais was the actual performance. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, like he had a super competitive is, is DJ. He had a super competitive five round fight. He didn't. DJ. He arguably he didn't, didn't win. win the fight though, and it was a split. So how can that like his his best win, best performance was probably Marlon Marais. Like I get that he on the record he beat DJ, but we watched that fight. Like I didn't think he won yeah. the fight, and it was a split. Uh, you know, either which way. I get what you're saying. That's the the best dude that he's beaten in his in his prime. Um, because looking at looking at the other stuff on Cejudo's record, I mean, your Dom Cruz win last time out, which was three years ago now. Like, I mean, these just don't kill them. I don't. I I just I don't. And then you look at you know Aljo's fighting the the top dudes that that are there for him. So. I don't know. It's a lot of narrative stuff that I'm looking at, but even, you know, like I said, fight wise stuff, just think Aljo's the, the better guy at this point. I don't know what Cejudo, Cejudo shows up in his, I don't know, his prime self. I, I still don't know it at up at this weight class. It's just a different way, bigger dude um, with a, with a very good skill set that I think can beat Cejudo. So man, at this price at like even money now on, uh, on Sterling. And then like Sean said, also wouldn't be shocked at later in this fight that Aljo can get on him and catch some kind of sub. I would not be shocked. Aljo inside the distance is like plus 300. That's probably something else. I'll, I'll throw something a little, little small shot. You guys remember that TJ Dillashaw had one, one arm in his last fight, right? Yeah. I remember that TJ Dillashaw was a ghost when he fought fucking (laughs) Cejudo. No, he was rejuvenated. He was down at 125. It was perfect. That definitely wasn't going to affect his chin at all. No, not at all. I mean, look, this looking back on some of those, man, it's not. And then, like, the some of the, like, he's got a couple losses back in the day, too, man. Like, I think we get, I'm not saying, like, skill-wise, Cejudo well, was, is that, awesome. Man, if you want to talk about him not winning the DJ fight, he won the Benavidez fight. That's true. Yeah, that yeah, true. he got, yeah. So. I mean, it, it it goes both ways. It's just one of them had a way bigger impact on the division than the other one. Yeah. There's other, the I don't know. It's it's narrative stuff. Uh, but I think when you're at this level, when you're splitting hairs in a in a fight like this, like it all matters. That's why the layoff matters to me. The age matters. Yeah. All, all of that matters at, at this level to me. I think you have to look at it. For me, I think that's the biggest stuff that's keeping me from betting. Cejudo is the narrative stuff because I think as far as the fight goes, my first instinct was, oh shit, he's never really fought a bantamweight that wants to grapple him. He fought TJ, who was going to move around and strike. He fought Marlon Marais, who wanted to strike. 
and he fought Dominic Cruz, who was going to move around and strike. Yeah. Um, so now, as you said, he's fighting this massive bantamweight. Um, and don't get me wrong, for the three years that Henry's been off and finding whatever PEDs he can find uh, when he's not under USADA, Aljo's been on some good shit while he's been around because that dude is yeah. fucking yoked. It is but, insane. So Hudo's been on some good stuff back when he was fighting too. There, I, I, I mean, got... Cejudo's an Olympic gold medalist. He, yeah, he knows how to get the best stuff. There's there's pics of him, but, but like before the cruise fight, that guy, his arms and shit, he's fucking massive. Like it's insane how big that guy got back before he retired. So yeah, he was definitely uh, never going back down to 125. I think we all pretty much knew that. Um, we were all, you know, people that watched him from the start, probably kind of shocked that he ever made a big run at 125. I yeah. never thought he was going to cut that weight consistently. Um, but anyway, as far as this fight goes, I, I think that it's going to be kind of, it's going to be typical Aljo to a point. He's going to poke away with kicks and land a bunch of kicks from the outside uh, and force his opponent to engage. And that's where he's able to win the clinch, win scrambles, get takedowns, get to guys' backs, all that sort of stuff. But, like, I'm really trying to think, can he actually out-grapple, out-scramble Henry Cejudo? Even in a a full MMA context, Mm -hmm. like, to be as good of a wrestler as Henry Cejudo was, you have to be so incredibly good at not getting grappled in any way. It's it not even just like straight wrestling stuff, just, just anything. Um, so I, I've got my concerns. Uh, if Aljo actually can't control the clinches and control that grappling, he's kind of going to get boxed up on the inside because his hands still aren't great. Um, and then it comes down to he's been off for three years. Can Zahudo do that for five rounds or hurt Aljo? I don't think you can hurt him because Aljo's, massive um and you know pretty durable i mean he got a knee through his skull that uh put him out but that that was about it um so this is a super tight fight this is like it's one of my most interesting fights of the year i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm actually gonna watch it i don't know if i'm gonna pay for it Uh, (laughs) let's you know let's let's not be crazy let's not get crazy here um, but I am going to pick Henry Cejudo to capture, recapture the Bantamweight Championship that he never lost. Uh, and then he's going to move up to 145 and Volkanovski, you're a dead man. Um, oh, Lord. But Vol- like, hopefully Vol- not. Volk would work him. Uh-huh. Volk, 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 you. Volk would would at, at, at 145, I think. Like we're getting to like, dude's tiny for a thirty-five. Uh, we're look, we're getting to where like skill yeah, set, skill sets folks, don't. Folks, a little little man. I know he used to play rugby and he was like two hundred sixty pounds. I mean, he's not he's not a massive dude. So Hudo like, would so Hudo would have to get on the Chad Mendez gear and like get balked. Oh, like we're for getting, sure he he can do that. What's the problem? 
I got no problem with that. Hell, yeah. let let Cejudo go up to one seventy. Fuck, keep going. <laughs> you imagine a five one one seventy? He's walking out I, there all fucking Jack. Cejudo smokes Leon Roberts. <laughs> I bet him. Maybe Leon Edwards too. <laughs> oh, um, shit. yeah, good good main event. Pretty like. They salvaged this card. It was going to be an excellent card. It's merely a good card um, after all of the, the cancellations. Do we have a, a break after this one? I feel like we we don't, no, do we? We do Never. not. We got the jail man on ABC. I don't know. I, they can, they we can, have like, they can put, put that on ABC. On? I know. That's like, <laughs> that be jail man on HBO, I thought, maybe. I thought Oz Jeez. was an HBO show. What are we doing? <laughs> There's like 18 uh, fights next week that started like yeah in the afternoon. We're gonna need some something. cancellations next week. It's actually a decent card. There's there's some some R8 fights on there. Yeah, there's some uh, man's time to shine. The the jail man is gonna hurt this this bomb. It's gonna <laughs> be quite good. enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Under one and a half is minus two hundred. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hey, we, uh, we went fatties in the uh, in his last one, and it just snuck over, didn't it? That's, that's a scary one. I don't know. <laughs> I think this. I think this one is is a little bit more uh, has a better chance than that last one. Actually, Rosenstruck doesn't do anything, man. Like, I know, but the jail man is going to get. I know. And do jail know. man things. <laughs> I know. I know. That's going to be so great. That's going to be fun. That dude's awesome. I'm not looking at all the rest of this right now, but we will be back next week for that one. Um, I might be heartbroken if my beloved Toronto Rock don't win tomorrow. Be in the building, laughing or crying, and we'll see you folks next week.